You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks so much, as always, and thank you from our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Dedicated solely to uh, making sure you're not going to get screwed by the insurance companies. That's right. Now, they may not use that language, but I did. They'll document any actions of bad faith by the insurer, and uh, they'll protect your rights and hold the insurance company accountable. That's a good thing. They're not Morgan & Morgan. they got offices throughout the state of Florida. If you file a claim and you don't get back what you think you should, it's not over there. Call the Morgan Law Group. They'll go out and fight for you. Storms, hurricanes, roof damage, lightning, mold, fires, boats, sinkholes, you name it. Give a call today, 888-904-2524, or go to policyadvocate.com. On with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, pistols and pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, on Seminole ESPN Radio. It begins right freaking now, and we're excited about it. Glorious, glorious times to be back with you. Ira and Corey are here from Warchant.com. I'm Jeff. This is the week that football is to get started. We'll have a press conference virtually, uh, which is the way we do everything these days. And we will see uh, Coach Norvell and be able to ask questions via our computer on a Zoom of some sort. Uh, hello, fellas. Good to be with you. Good to be here. How about you, Corey? Are you excited? I can't wait, man. I can't wait. I So do we know officially for sure that it's starting Friday? I know I we mean, haven't gotten word that it's not. It is officially starting Friday. Like, people keep asking like that. Like, are you sure? Like, are we? is it really going to happen? It is happening. They are starting practice. Well, you know what's bizarre, though, is that the only conferences that have come out with schedules have all come out and said, okay, we're going to start in mid-September. The ACC and SCC have come out with who people are playing, but not when. Well, they so did say it's, well, they said it's going to be that week of September 7th to 12th or whatever. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a couple weeks before everybody else. And because uh, when they're starting, they're able to start camp when they were originally going to start camp, which was August 7th. And so, yeah, man, they're going. I mean, like I said, no matter how many times we posted it on stories or on our message boards, people are constantly, so are they really going to practice on Friday? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, now we'll see. We'll see how long it goes. But, uh, yeah, they have all intents uh, to, to to give it a go. We're going to give it a shot. Nice. The key, Corey, is not to be skeptical of how successful this is going to be, these efforts to play college football, but rather lie to yourself and everybody else on an hourly basis by accepting not only are they going to play, but that it's going to be awesome. 
It's going to be wait. so much fun. I can't wait. Let's embrace. Let's watch. Let's break it down. Uh, you know, I, I referenced you yesterday on the show, Corey. You, you wouldn't know this because you weren't listening. But right. were you talking uh, to Ira or was it just uh, in another segment? It was just in another segment altogether. Oh, nice, man. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't right. even prompted. Um, I was talking about how you and I were standing there watching Stephen Dix Jr. Uh, when, when we saw the padded practice. And at the moment that he flashed, which was like, I think, on consecutive plays, we kind of looked over at each other, and we're still getting the numbers. Remember that? We're right. still figuring out who's who. And we almost asked each other simultaneously, who the hell's that? And it kind of reminded me of the first time all of us saw Jalen Ramsey. You know, some guys come in, and they look the part. They don't look like freshmen, whether it's their body type is ready to play, whether their instincts are solid. Uh, they don't look intimidated by the atmosphere or the position they're in at the school that they're playing for. And he fit that mold. I don't know he's going to be a star, but he certainly looks like a guy that we should be excited to see play, who I think can contribute. And and you don't usually anticipate, you know, linebackers, freshman linebackers uh, getting real run and, 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 and adding uh, to the quality of a segment. But I think he can. And I really hope that that's just one of many stories we're able to talk about in the upcoming weeks. I, again, I'm crossing my fingers like everybody else, but I'm going to choose to embrace it. That's one story, one of many, I hope. Yeah, man, I'm with you, buddy. I'm, I'm going to take the positive road, too. Like, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I still, I don't know what's going to happen. If they're already this far along, and I know I say this far along, they haven't had a single practice, but uh, they have all these plans. They've made all these plans to play. I, I get that they're going to do whatever it takes to play, not whatever it takes in the sense that there's an outbreak of 6,000 cases on your campus. But aside from that, I do think that this, the will is there. I'm excited now. I, I, MLB has given us the blueprint of maybe what not to do. So you've got, you've got that going on. Like maybe don't go to a casino kids. That's, that's a good way to not, that's a good way to keep the sport alive. Um, but even still with MLB, there's been outbreaks on teams. Those teams haven't played, but the sport has gone on. So that gives me a little bit of hope too. And honestly, though, and they've actually been practicing for like two months now. I mean, they started the voluntary workouts June 1st. So the players have been coming to campus, going to the Moore Center, going through workouts um, the whole month of June. And then in mid-July, they started those uh, uh, the official workouts where they had conditioning with the coaching staff there. They could go to team meetings. They're, they're doing the user locker room again. The last uh, 10 days or so they've been at, it's been expanded to where they could do uh, walkthroughs. Uh, they're not full practices, but they can actually have a script and walk through plays and actually teach things and, and quiz the players on their knowledge of information actually on the field. So we haven't been able to cover any of that, but the team's been going through stuff now for really a couple months. So, so again, it, it feels like, Hey, they're going to report to camp. They're going to report to camp this Thursday and they're actually going to start practice on Friday. But honestly, this has been a process now for almost two months. Well, actually over two months of them getting back in the, in this routine. And Ira, have you, do you know if they're using my shielded helmets yet? Have they, has that come up? So they, they do have shields for the helmets. Uh, I don't think they're Corey Clark, uh, trademark. With Shooting out with the, the air coming out of the side of the side pockets. I, I yeah. don't believe they got that prototype in. I'm sorry, Corey, we worked on the prototype. We had the GoFundMe going. Right. I don't know if we were able to deliver 
um, the scale that they needed. So they went with some, they went with some other ones. Alternatives. Um, okay. yeah. But to be honest, uh, you know, from what we hear, I, I don't know if they've uh, com- decided for sure they're going to use those or not, because from what I hear, some of the players have said, like when they turn their head certain ways, you know, it's a curved shield. So it's the, the view isn't ideal. Um, so I, we'll see if they use it. It may be something that they, they have to use, or maybe something that some players use it and don't, some use don't use it. Um, but they do have that equipment. Two things to note here. First of all, all of this uh, backstory and information that Ira is talking about right now can be found on Warchant.com. Part of a six-part series that he's currently working on. There are five editions already on Warchant.com. One included today that you can read. Uh, And then the other aspect of that is I think – Maybe just an added bonus to football starting is the idea of a season where the players can't really see. And so <laughs> one of the things one of the things we could look forward to is just kind of aimless running around. Right. Big big playability uh, abounds when you think about that. Let's well, just throw it to the area where they can't with the peripheral vision really see anything. I mean, and imagine all those defensive ends that blow past Florida State's tackles, but then don't know where the quarterback is. They don't know. They have no idea. I mean, it's, yeah. you're almost winning at that point. How, yeah. Like, how, yeah. how could how could an offensive tackle try to lift up the quarterback after another sack if yeah. they can't even figure it's out where they are? Feeling around for him. Is he there? <laughs> I'm going to put my hand down. Maybe he'll grab it. He could be 60 yards downfield having scored a <laughs> touchdown. Nobody will know because there aren't fans in the stands. There's no crowd noise. He's just kind of yeah. looking around. Luckily, the refs won't have those shields on. They'll be waving <laughs> touchdown. Touchdown. Hey. Yeah. What do y'all? So do y'all? If there there are games at Doak, are they going to pipe in crowd noise? Do you like the crowd noise? Have y'all watched the NBA and the MLB? And what what do you think of the yeah. piped in crowd noise? I'm fine with it. I like it in some cases more than others, but I'm fine with it. When I first read the stories, like that they were going to do the noise and the virtual fans in the stands, yeah. I yeah. thought there could be nothing more preposterous. Let us just watch the games. <laughs> but actually, when you watch them, it it I yeah. think it's it's good that they have it. Man, there's something wrong. I think I brought this up on the show before. There's something wrong with my volume on my TV where I'm watching a basketball game on ABC or ESPN. I can barely hear the announcers. All I hear is the crowd. This was when there were real crowds. It's still the same way. It's a setting. I, you got some sort of there's yeah, a setting. Yeah, probably. But, but I heard uh, Van Gundy was doing a game last night, maybe the Lakers game, and mm-hmm. there was an and one. And he go, and he was being honest. He's like, oh, I didn't. Uh, Mike Breen's like, oh yeah, and there's a foul call. And Van Gundy's like, oh, I didn't hear the foul over the crowd noise. And it was true. Whoever's doing the crowd noise, as soon as the Lakers made a basket, the crowd erupted, <laughs> and it sounds like a real game. And I was kind of hoping they dial it down a good bit so you could hear the players talking to each other. Yeah. But I get it. I, it, I, I guess you'd rather have that noise than shoes squeaking. And a bunch of MFs every time somebody gets fouled. Yeah, imagine uh, watching the Texas A&M football games with no crowd. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would see this. I think it really works in baseball just for the atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, when I'm watching at home, if I'm walking in between rooms and all, and I hear that in the background, it sounds like a regular season baseball game. I'm fine with it. I like it. I've really been soaking in the hockey these first two days. Watching Why are you too, right? You've been uh, watching the hockey. Can't Man. get enough of it. The hockey's been awesome. How about McDavid? McDavid's on fire. Well, he always is because he's really, really good. He's one of the great young talents. What do you um, think about that, Ira? Do you like that? <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask me who he plays for. <laughs> so, I'm not sure I know who he plays for. Edmonton? Maple Leafs. Do you know his first name, Corey? Connor. He was, All right. he was drafted by the Maple Leafs, Ira, and then they Whoa. traded Edmonton yeah. for three first-round picks. 
So That's, actually, I, I was on it. Ira, you would have enjoyed Washington and Tampa Bay yesterday. Uh, Lightning win in a shootout, and uh, it was a rugged affair, and the guys are taking it serious, and it's it's hardcore. The action's been great. One of the things they get right with the hockey right now, though, the crowd noise is really, really good. Secondarily, I would say this. I think they had over 7,000 tests done in the two bubbles in the NHL in the last week. Zero positive tests. Whatever they're doing in the NHL needs to be adopted nationwide. And actually, and actually, oh yeah, just for yeah, people, right? Just for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, the NBA. I mean, like you know, we're taking shots at Major League Baseball, and really, that's just a couple of teams that need to just be the Marlins and the and the and the Cardinals just need to go away. But uh, for the most part, they've been pretty good, and the NBA has been good too. So it is possible. The problem is, of course. None of those sports have uh, 30 or 40,000 students returning to their campus. That is true. If football seems like a bridge too far right now, but we're not going down that road. No, nope. we're going to move nope. forward. We're going to be all right. I do think, and, and I mean, who knows? I don't want to describe some sort of dystopian future here, but what I would say is that the, the sports that have chosen to utilize bubbles are working extraordinarily well. The ones that don't, not so much, not so much. So if you're the NFL, uh, you may want to get on some idea of regionalized bubbles. Let's just get like, so let's say you have a team in a division, the pods, Dolphins. Pods. Yes. Pods, man. Here you go. You got the Dolphins. They've got to play the Jets. They got to play Buffalo. They got to play New England. They play all of those teams twice each year, right? Man, a little round robin action in a pod for your divisional games. Okay. And then whoever you're matched up with opposite, then, you know, they're in that pod too, because they're matched up with you in the same division. So, we, we need to start thinking about this because the pods and the bubbles, they're effing working. Yeah, there's no excuse for the NFL not to get it right. They will have had two or three months to watch what works and what doesn't. College football is different again, like Iris said. I mean, you, I don't know that you can bubble these kids up. Maybe you can, um, but you're probably not going to. So you just hope for the best. But NFL, man, there is no excuse with the money they have to not get this right. You can all go bubble in the Dakotas. I don't care. Just go bubble together. The problem also, but the problem is they only play once a week as opposed to NBA and MLB teams that are playing every day or every other day. So Yeah, but they're also only playing 16 total games. Just suck it up, Buttercup. Let's go. I hear you. you. Hey, I'm this with you, year, buddy. This year you can have the a pot of suspicion, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I would like to incorporate the pot of suspicion. I would, yes. I would very much. And maybe we can actually – Put those teams into a pod and let them see who's really a suspect. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly right. Another reason that this season has to be played, Corey, this is for your mental health. Another reason that this season has to be played in the National Football League is straight up the Patriots are going to suck ass. That team is awful. Five of their best defensive players who were part of that historically great defense that gave them any chance to win games last year because their offense was awful have op opted out. They're yeah. not playing. They're gone. That team's got no redeeming qualities whatsoever unless you believe Cam can just run around for 16 games and make something happen. They got no chance to win games. We all are here to see the Patriots lose and lose big for the first time in the last 20-plus years. Hallelujah. Yeah, it wouldn't mean as much, though, if there are no fans there to watch them lose. No, it like, I would, mean I mean, it, but, but, I mean, then you could just throw away the season as, ah, it wasn't really a season anyway. I want to see the anguish in their faces. What about well, you? Just look on the screen. What about just Belichick? No, not faces. the Patriots' faces, the fans' faces. I don't about care about the Patriots themselves. They're what probably decent people. Belichick's anguish does nothing for you? You can, Well, you're going to be able to tell. He When he wins Super Bowls, he's <laughs> anguish. 
He's he on might... to the next game. He's on to the next game yeah. right after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Who do we play in that first preseason game? <laughs> he might stop dressing up for the games. Seminole Headlines on I-79 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. Rolling on. Seminole Headlines on I-79 ESPN Radio. Appreciate you joining us. Hope this finds you doing well. But anyhow, back to Florida State for a moment here. Of course, the Noles are going to get started. Uh, I'm eager for a lot of reasons to see it. I'm desperate to see it. I desperately want it to play out in a way that's satisfactory for all of us. Uh, Let's talk about, since we haven't had a chance to talk about, and assume it's going to be played, everybody, the schedule. Corey, I know initially your knee-jerk reaction was that things got a lot harder for Florida State. You took a step back and realized you were wrong and subsequently wrote a column about it. Um, And so everybody's had a chance to digest this. Thoughts on the schedule and what the ACC did? Well, the the knee-jerk was I was assuming it was Florida. Yeah, I was going to say, you weren't wrong. The circumstances changed a little bit. Yeah. I would would have never envisioned them having a 10-plus-1 scenario in their schedule and then Florida not being one of the the one. Like, I thought that was done intentionally for Florida State. So that's why I thought, yeah, you're adding Notre Dame. You now have Notre Dame and Florida to go along with Clemson. But now that you don't have Florida, it, it did get by any number, by the numbers used, it got easier. I know people are scared to death of North Carolina, but come on, man, you got to play someone. And they were seven and six last year. I know they lost all their games by a touchdown or less, but I'm not too afraid. Like, it, it's not like they're a juggernaut. I know they have a really good quarterback, but you can beat North Carolina. Um, and then, yeah, I, I do think it got easier. You got Georgia Tech and you got NC State. And then you have uh, who's the other awful team? Duke. Uh, you, there's Duke. only there were only four teams that didn't make a bowl last year, and you get to play three of them. So yeah, Duke and Duke. I mean, you know, Cutcliffe's done some nice things there, but last year was a, an abomination. And they're also Duke. And even during those times of doing nice things at yeah. Duke, they have not beaten Florida State. They have defeated Miami, but they have not been able to beat Florida State. Uh, that Miami Duke rivalry has really turned into a good one. It goes back and uh, forth. Yeah, it's really a good rivalry. You never really know. Any given Saturday coming down to the wire. I'm sure they'll know. have a 30 for 30 on that soon enough. Yeah. It might be, so, you know, the the Atlantic has FSU and Clemson, and, and the Coastal has Miami and Duke. I mean, it really is kind of the marquee. And it's rivalry. hard to say which is a more competitive rivalry. I got I to gotta lean towards Duke Miami. Those two really <laughs> do get out. I mean, that's a very good rivalry. It's the you don't know. You when got, that game starts, you have no idea how that thing's going to turn out. Throw away the records, Corey. Throw them yeah. away. And you usually want to. Yeah, just throw them away. Doesn't but really those matter. two are playing, you want to throw them in the trash. Well, and it was heightened by the fact that, uh, you know, we'll never forget the 17 clips committed on one kick return. <laughs> and so ever since then, uh-huh. it's sort of like the Finner catch, right? You know, sort of the, it's, it's the same sort of the animosity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the lure of that rivalry now. Um, well, so bottom line is you, you lose out on getting to stomp Boston College and Syracuse, but – Certainly, you welcome Georgia Tech into the fold along with Duke, so it's okay. It's a wash. Yeah, yeah. and you don't have Bo- and you lost Boise State and Florida off your schedule. Both probably losses. One for sure seemed like a loss. Boise State maybe a coin flip, but that's a team that won twelve games. You had a, you had two non-conference teams that won twenty three combined. They were twenty three and four last year. That were wiped off. Now I know you added Notre Dame, who was good, but. I mean, still, I think you come out net positive as far as the teams you play. I think it got uh, when, when Florida, when it was decided that Florida wasn't on the schedule, I think it's a, a appreciably easier, right? 
Yeah, I mean, especially losing, you know, Boise in, in West Virginia, especially, well, Boise, especially from a record standpoint. The um, the crazy thing, man, for Florida State, like their financial, financial situation is it's just like one thing after another. Not only do you have the pandemic, not only do you have, um, you know, whatever limited attendance are going to have, but this was the year you were going to have, it was supposed to be your good year. It was supposed to be the year you had Florida and Clemson, at home, it's supposed to be, you had this neutral site game that was supposed to bring four and a half million dollars. That gets canceled. So now next year, when you come back, assuming things are back to normal and, and they can have full crowds again, you know, they won't even have it'll be the bad year. It'll be the year that they don't not the bad year, they'll have Notre, Notre Dame coming in. Um, so that'll help. And Miami will be here, but it's not traditionally the strong year, the stronger year financially. So for this to happen in this year, it just seems like another example of just everything's possibly going wrong financially for Florida State. How soon until they, uh, the Power Five decides to walk away from the NCAA and do what's inevitable and saves Florida State's ass by uh, creating just a massive league for the te- television revenue to come in for all the teams that walked away from the NCAA to create their own power structure? Because we really need that. I don't see a viable path for Florida State to compete with the best teams in the country over the next 10 years, given the path they're on. So let's just really hope like hell that the house of cards has crumbled and we get rescued by some massive contract with the power five walking away. The big question I have, I don't know when it's going to happen, but, but if it does happen, I'm curious to know how, like how, how, how they're going to tell the schools that don't get invited. Like is Syracuse just going to be waiting by the phone? Is BC just going to be like, okay, they said they're going to call. They said they're going to invite us. Or well, wait they would be us. invited, right? Cause they're in the big, they're in the big boy conference. What? But that means I wouldn't. Yeah, I'm saying I've been cherry picking teams, Corey. That's Let's what I'm saying. Teams. Like I think Vanderbilt gets cut. I think a BC Wake gets for, cut. Wake Forest, Wake Forest gets, gets cut. Day. Yeah. I mean, you're 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 gonna pick. So you're saying that you're, you're gonna pick if you go to four super conferences. Oh, I think okay. you take the bulk of the Big Five schools, but I think you cut out all the riffraff, and then you bring in some some new blood. You bring in the BYUs. You bring in the maybe UCF. You bring in obviously you bring in Notre Dame. But you get rid of some of this riffraff, and I, I, and I love, just I wonder how that process works. Ira, you're on to the riffraff. I want to be part of the riffraff trimming. I want to be the one. I want to be part of a committee that decides who is or is not riffraff. And you actually want to call them and let them know. You yeah, want I want to be. I want to be on the call. That's right. We get to. It's a round robin. We all get to. Whose turn is it to call so and so? I get to. I get to call Wake Forest. Well, we'll let Tom Wayne call Wake Forest. He hates them in a way that's unique. But I would. I somebody's going to get to call these teams and say, "Sorry, guys, I just came out of the meeting. It didn't go your way. I don't know what else to tell you." Um, I wouldn't even say sorry. Like yeah, to Boston yeah. College, I'd be like, "Look, we looked at the ratings last year. You had nine people in the city of Boston watch your season <laughs> opener. Nobody cares about your team. Nobody. So you're done." You haven't added anything to the sport since Matt Ryan threw a pick six to Geno Hayes. That's the only thing you've done to this for this conference in the last 15 years. This this Sorry. is for this is for Jeff Jagosinski. <laughs> yeah, <know>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. You had a real coach. You, had, you fired yeah, him. Let him go because he wasn't interviewed. Are you for he, an NFL job? Yeah, exactly. Because you're How'd... Boston College. <laughs> and then yeah. you want to, uh, I don't know, like I get, and then yeah, just wish him luck in the new NCAA. Uh, I'll tell you what would be interesting. If we did, this is not unlike deciding who gets into the NCAA tournament. 
I mean, you really have a bulk of teams that everybody knows are in every year, right? You just look at the RPI or whatever you look at and you say, well, obviously Kentucky's getting into the big dance. We don't even include those. Really, it usually comes down to anywhere in the neighborhood over the last month, about 10 to 15 teams are like, eh, it could go either way. They've got some important games coming up. So imagine if we were all in a room deciding the borderline riffraff, that is a heated discussion. And regionality would come in. People would be upset if they were from the Midwest and you're talking about cutting, I don't know, Utah or BYU or something like that. Be like, hold on. No, no. There's plenty of can- candidates to cut. You got to cut Washington State out of the Pac 12 before you cut Utah. You know, like these kinds of debates hey. are extraordinary. And why can't we go to the, the what they do in Europe and have the relegation like, relegation, like from right. year to from year to year? Well, slow down hey. with that, Ira. Ira, slow down hey. with that now. No, no. Some schools, some schools, some I schools think, are they're, they're safe just, no matter what. They're they're safe no matter. Okay, what. Okay, all right. I was going to say eight, 18 and twenty in the last three years, buddy. <laughs> no. Almost losing to Sanford and Louisiana Monroe. Hey, hey, hey! It's the dawn of a new day. Relegation was not in place. We're moving forward, Corey, and I have okay. a suspicion we're going to do better than eighteen and twenty in the next several years. So. Right. Let relegation begin now. Let's go. You got to hold up your end of the bargain. But even on the flip side, there's nothing Boston College can do to get back into the league. Like, there's nothing they can do. I don't care. I I disagree on that. I disagree on that. Corey, you you are unwavering with your disdain. You've got to to let people step up to the plate now that there's a new standard. They just have to meet that standard. Sure. I I, I feel like I'm confident they're going to do it. From what I've seen the last 15 years, they're going to jump on board and be good in basketball, too. Yeah, but these are different discussions. We're defining our terms. I agree with you. It's unlikely they ever make their way back into big-time football. But in the case that maybe they decide to invest and do, what about what a, okay? Say, so we have a full, we have a four conference super con, super conferences, four super conferences. I assume somebody like Nebraska is in it. Oh sure, but. That's only based on cachet. They haven't mattered. Really, the state of Nebraska hasn't mattered in any way, shape, or form for a very long time. Is it still a state? (laughs) (laughs) So are they are they in play at all? Not. I mean, I feel like I feel like there's like like you said fans, and they care. Like Jeff said earlier, because yeah, they're going to bring revenue ticket sales. I think, like Jeff said earlier, there's you're going to have say 45 to 48 teams that are locked in. And then we're going to have these 16 at large teams that, Hey man, every two years, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to figure it out again. You better, you better keep winning. You better keep bringing some to the table. And, 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 you know, and I think the Florida States and Nebraska's, even the, the prominent schools are on tough times. They're in the automatic qualifiers. It's, it's these at large schools that have to stay on the, on top okay. of their P's and Q's. Okay. All right. By the way, by the way, this is going to be, Boy, this is going to be perhaps one of our highest-rated shows ever. Folks, stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to go through the ACC, the Big Ten, Big 12, Pac-12, and SEC, and we are cutting bitches. That's <laughs> good. Going through. That's next on Seminole Headlines. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right. So as promised, we've decided uh, that relegation's a thing. We're moving forward. You've got to trim the fat. It's the dawn of a new day. Economics have shifted greatly due to a global pandemic. We're doing things differently. Let's start in the beloved ACC, all of our favorite conference, all right. of our, the three of yeah. our favorite. Okay, who are we cutting out of the ACC? This is the phone call one of us has to make. I think the first phone call that is made here. Corey is going to debate me on this. Is either to Wake Forest or Boston College? Who? What? What, what are we doing? 
Uh, I'll be honest course. with you, Jeff. I, I feel like that could be like a group. That could be a group Zoom, and we could knock them both out with one call. <laughs> I mean, the reasoning is the same. You don't matter. You've never mattered. You have no chance of winning anything, and it, uh, apparently, any sport. You know what they like? What they do on? Uh, you guys don't watch these shows, but I do because I have three teenage daughters. But like the America's Got Talent or right, American right, right. Idol, this they'll bring all the contestants on stage and then they'll put them in groups. They'll be like. All right, now you six step forward. Now you ah, you three okay. step backwards, and like you you could tell that they see who they're with, and they could tell. Oh no, I don't need. I don't. I don't want to be with these people. That's how this is gonna work. Right. Yeah. So so we can we can when when BC when we email BC and Wake and say hey we're gonna have a Zoom call at three o'clock <laughs> yeah. for, for for just BC no, and wait, Wake. What? If they're CC, they're like, whoa, no, no, no. No, no, no. Where, where's Clemson? Are we not on Clemson's yeah. call? Hey, so by the way, so by the way, we're gonna start modestly. We're just eliminating two teams from the ACC to start. Now we we reserve the right to go back and call Duke yes. or Georgia Tech or Syracuse, but for right, right now. We're just going to go ahead and make that call, the easy call to make. BC, Wake, thanks for playing. Enjoy uh, the, the sorry football you're going to play with the other sorry teams that you're going to play with. All right. And, there, and oh. nothing redeeming about those universities athletically. Like they don't, It's not like there's other sports they dominate that matter, right? right. That, well, no, not that, not that make money anyhow. Yeah, Wake All Forest right. had Chris Paul. Awesome. He's about to retire from the NBA. That's the last Tim, time you were any good at basketball. They had Tim Duncan as well. And, and yeah, but I mean, you're right. It's, it's, it's shaky. Okay. Now we're going to move to the big 10. I want to nominate a few teams out of the big 10 to be told to have a good day. Uh, in fact, I think we can really trim a lot of fat out of the big 10. I would like to talk amongst the group here to eliminate Rutgers, which never should have been in the big 10 to begin with Purdue. Ooh. I have a lot of, I have a lot of love for Purdue, but let's talk honestly. So Rutgers, Purdue, gone or at least candidates to be gone, certainly Indiana and Illinois have no place playing big-time college football. So those two schools can also be looked at now, long and hard. I'm going to start to think about Northwestern. They've had a nice run lately. But there are a lot of teams we can does, really look hard at here. Does, does basketball not matter at all? Not really. Football is the moneymaker, as we see. Um, I mean, I guess if we're going mean, to – Because we're going to have our basketball tournament too. Well, yeah. Okay, so like, okay, you can make it. You can make it to the NCAA tournament if you're not in the big, big time conference for the TV revenue for football. You can still make the basketball tournament, hmm. but this is for football. You're relegated in football. No, I, I, I want to keep it like where we we got to we got to incorporate a little bit of basketball in here too. We can't just start cutting Corey, state schools. If that's the case, then we would have cut Duke. Yeah, Duke's the first no, to no, go. No, no, no. So listen, hold on a second. So, like it is in real life, anybody can make the NCAA tournament. We get mid-majors. We get the you know the winner of the MEAC makes the NCAA tournament. So lots of people can make the NCAA tournament. That remains the same. But big-time college football is big-time college football, and Illinois and Indiana are not, along with Rutgers, playing big-time college football. I'm figuring we all they're they're going away for all the sports. Like all the sports are now in our bubble. So uh, I either way, I, I, Rutgers is gone, no matter what we agree on or the parameters. Rutgers shouldn't even a nice be a college team last year. They had a nah, it's fine. Corey, it's, Corey, Corey doesn't. The, the main thing here is Corey doesn't want any of our big dog conference schools to have to even interact with Boston College in a basketball tournament or in any field of play. Right, right. Exactly. I don't want to be in the same gym with Rutgers. 
listen, they want to eat from the money trough just like everybody else. I'm giving them the opportunity to make the NCAA tournament. You're just eliminating them like they don't exist. Now, the no, thing about I, Rutgers is you think about all those eyeballs they bring from New Jersey. Yeah. That's a that's a big loss. Same with Boston, right? They're all those eyeballs you're losing from when you don't have Rutgers athletics. Um, no, Rutgers is obviously the first to go. Okay, After so that – it, then you're going to dip, okay, because you're so in love with the basketball discussion, then we're really screwed because you can't get rid of Indiana at that point. You really can't get rid of Maryland or or really any anybody else in this conference. I, Northwestern. I, no. What do you think, they, Don't you think Northwestern's no, the, the They've next? been in the Rose Bowl recently. They've not. Oh, come on. Northwestern's been playing good football lately. They win nine, ten games a year. I come wouldn't on. want to. Recently, I wasn't that against Keyshawn Johnson? It was a long time ago, but they they've been in contention. <laughs> they were right there. That's like '94. I'd rather watch years ago. I'd rather watch Yale Harvard than Northwestern football. Yeah, it's I, not, I'm not I watching. I think we're overstepping our bounds here, guys. It's not about style of play, where you play. It's just hey. about objectivity here, guys. Rutgers is the only school that we're allowed to name. Then is that what we're saying right now? We've got for rid sure of they're done. They, they, you could put them on the Zoom call with with Wake okay. and BC so right if we want to. Talk. Right now, the Zoom call is BC, Wake, and Rutgers. They're really not going to like what this. If, what, and what about Purdue? Now, Purdue did have that that feel-good story with the sick kid and, and the uh, – Tyler yeah. Trent. Yeah. Yeah. So that, they do have that going for them. Well, that, kinda, that's not – they, they have a soft yeah. spot in my heart. But that's recency bias. And the thing is they really haven't done a damn thing in forever in a day. Um, okay. you got to go back I'm, to the I'm fine. I'm fine, right? cutting, I'm fine cutting Purdue. I'd cut Purdue before Indiana. I just think you want to keep the state schools intact if you can. I have more respect for Purdue, but I, I, okay, fine. BC, Wake, Rutgers, Purdue, all on the same call. They're all on the call. Yeah. Okay, good. Emails We're go. like per don't. Yeah, here we go. Big <laughs> Did you hear 12. what I said, Jeff? I did. Yeah, okay. I'm trying to ignore it. <laughs> okay, out of the Big 12, now this is probably my bias. I should probably step aside and, and maybe just not mess with this, but I'm going to tell Texas Tech that I have no respect for them as a school. I have no respect for where they are in the country. Their city it should be burned to the ground. Um, it's it's a ridiculous place, and I would get rid of them, uh, their existence. I would just, but that's over. I mean, you'd, wipe, that's, you'd wipe Lubbock off the map. I would, but okay. that's not how this game is played. And I should, I'm gonna I'm gonna recuse myself because I feel bad. I have this disdain. I don't know, given our newfound criteria. I really don't know that there's a single school in the Big 12, other than maybe Baylor, but they've clearly invested, uh, that you would want to get rid of out of the Big 12. Iowa State. Man, they've been decent lately. I'm not here for decent. I'm here for teams that got a chance to do some things. Iowa State doesn't make any money. They haven't won anything ever in anything. Since we've been alive, has Iowa State won a championship in anything other than wrestling? Ooh, what, what's that going to do to our wrestling if we get rid of <laughs> Iowa State? The big wrestling dollars. Uh, By the way, in our super-duper conference, our wrestling is actually like WWF oh, championship yeah, yeah, of course. wrestling. I, uh, Sorry, so, WWE. I showed, my, I showed my age there. So, uh, Ira, it's – I mean, I, I, I really – Kansas's football is so bad that I, I, I'm thinking maybe we want to get rid of them. They do have less miles now. And they Dude, also then you're going to have to go back and get rid of Duke. It's historical. Yeah, you can't do it. Um, because Corey incorporated basketball. Yeah, I would say it's the only thing that doesn't win anything. Yeah, I mean, Big 12. 
we may not have any we may not have any Big 12 schools on the call at least right now. Initial call and email: No Big 12 schools are being eliminated. Besides, okay. fewer, there's fewer teams in the Big 12 anyhow. Uh, not even Texas Tech. If you're if you second I, Texas I, Tech, I, I, I nominated Texas Tech. If you'll second them, we'll. Uh, no, we'll I'm not. Them. I'm not going to. I don't. Okay. I don't like that choice. All right, so we move on. We come back right. to it. All right, off to the Pac-12. That's how democracy works, folks. Right Robert, there, you just listen to it in action. Robert's rules of order, right there. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to go Pac-12. Uh, I understand that they've had a few moments, but by and large, utterly useless. It's an ugly place. Do we I have to take Washington, any of them? Washington State's gone. Do we have to There's take no, any of the Pac-12 schools? Washington State. Let's yeah, Washington State, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. That's That state just needs one school. We don't need uh, to be. And, and Pullman is garbage. I've been there. No, get rid of it. And then my my two that are up for discussion are Cal Cal's or, gone. Or, or Oregon State. I second Cal and I second Oregon State. Jesus, you guys are ruthless. Oh, this is going to be a bloodshed in the Pac-12. They have done nothing forever. When was the last Pac-12 champion? Who was it? Was it O.J. Simpson's team? USC. Yeah, with O.J. Simpson. Yeah, no, like no. it's been Reggie, I know, but Reggie Bush. Bush. A few games. We, yeah. Reggie Bush. So that's stand, it. Stand the title. Yeah. Um. Washington's had some good years out of the pack. Yeah, 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 that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so we're getting rid of Jesus bloodbath. Wait, wait till they get this email. Washington, <laughs> St- Washington State's gone. Cal is gone, and Oregon State is gone. Now they win, they win some baseball titles, but we're not, we're not. We don't care. No, no, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're gonna try to make it easier for me. Okay, here we go. Now the mighty SEC. We start with Vanderbilt. Goodbye. I'm going to nominate uh, Missouri to be removed. They're useless. Uh, yep, yep. So I'm, I'm with that. Vanderbilt and Missouri are both gone. If I had my way, uh, some of this might be considered political. Neither Mississippi school would be allowed <laughs> to exist. Just uh, you know what? Even, yeah. even not with the, the – I don't even know if that's political. Even not with the humanity of what you're trying to do there in the state of Mississippi, I understand it. Um, yeah. What have they ever done, they're, football they're, and basketball-wise? They're, they're the BC of the South. It's incredible. The, they have the Grove, which is awesome. They have Cowbells, Cal which are the uh, – they're an atrocity, um, except for the one Blue Oyster Cult song. So you get rid of both Mississippi schools. I don't think anybody would miss them at all. They'd be like, man, okay. we miss the Egg Bowl. No, you don't. The problem is, guys, we're also looking at money, and they do sell out all their games, and they are yeah, passionate about their sorry their 50,000-seat stadiums. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to hold off on the Mississippi schools against my better judgment and instead nominate Arkansas to be removed. I was going to wonder about them. They got a lot of money, too, but, oh, but I was wondering Arkansas about Arkansas is just – I mean, seriously, Arkansas? That's Arkansas is a great state. It's the diamond state, I think, or the the natural state. It's something. It does something with diamonds. I know it's that. The, it's the Walmart we, state. Would, yeah, well, it is that like, too. Would we like to get rid of Kentucky? No. Basketball. Can't yeah, too basketball. much cachet with the basketball. Man, right. I'm telling you, I think Mississippi you just annex the whole state from what we're trying to do here. They don't think about being in that conference for that long and having won nothing ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The In last anything. good moment. Yeah, the last I'm good done. moment's Dak Prescott. That's the last good moment. We were all at the beach together watching Dak Prescott and probably win that game. Remember that? Yeah. We were all stunned. Yeah. It old man's uh, had uh, what's his name? Chad Kelly, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Good kid. Okay. All right. So okay. somehow, somehow the Big Twelve gets everybody in, but we're cutting half the SEC. 
No, the yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we just made it. And I, I would have cut more out of the SEC because Arkansas is useless too. But, all right, guys, here's the email that goes out this week. And it's a tough one to send, but Boston College, Wake Forest, Rutgers, Purdue, Washington State, Cal, Oregon State, Vandy, Missouri, both Mississippi schools. Have a good day. We're moving on without you. That's 11 teams that we just said peace. You have done nothing except suck on the teat of good college football teams forever. <laughs> the not the not so elite 11. Guess I'll, what? The teat just dried up, boys. Yeah, that's so, it. That's go it. try hey, go try hey. sucking on BYU's teeth. Hey, as an aside, when we come back to round out the hour, we will nominate, now that 11 are gone, which schools outside the Power Five will replace some of those we just cut. We'll do it next on Seminole Headlines. Seminole Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminole Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. All right, rounding out the hour. It's been a productive one. We've seen <laughs> we've seen 11 schools be shown the door to the new super conference that's going to save Florida State out of their financial woes. And there's there's the Power 5 schools have 65 schools. So this gets us down to 54. We want to get to 64, correct? We want four 16 team conferences? Is that what we yeah, so we got to add 10. We we're looking for 10 schools. All right, I'm going to nominate and, the first one. And the cu- schools we just got cut, they can they can try They're to play their really, way back in. They can play yeah. their way back in. Yeah, they can play yeah. their way back in. I have a suspicion that a school like Mississippi State or Ole Miss will get back in before BC, Corey. But right. but but who knows? We'll let them all play it out and see. Uh, I would say that we should have a moment of silence for the likes of Wake and Rutgers. They will never again play big time nope. college football. That is never going to happen. Have they ever? Uh, not, not, now that they've been cut, it's just not happening. And it's uh, really the call should be kind of like when a when a girl breaks up with a guy and like it's it's not it's not you it's, it's me. Not you, it's me. Yeah. Like you guys need to focus on school stuff like book yeah. learning. Yeah. Like it's hey, you guys you guys got your priorities in the right place. Don't cut <laughs> <you don't>, us. <laughs> we can't get it together. We care too much about football. You guys save the world. You know? save the world. Right. Yeah. Go cure cancer. We'll be playing football over here while you do that. <laughs> Get a cure for this freaking virus. Come on. Wait, that's what all these 11 schools, <laughs> yeah. that's what their mission is now. Well, by the way, Corey, there's no chance the Mississippi schools are going to save anybody. <laughs> that's well, a good point. <laughs> they, might write, the, yeah. they, might, they might write a novel about it or something. Yeah. Uh, they're not splitting the atom over there, but we're moving on with them. <laughs> um, all right. So, so, so here we go. Okay. We've moved on from them. I would have liked to have nominated uh, Arkansas. I would have liked to have put in Kentucky, maybe in the mix, but basketball saved their life, just like Duke got saved by basketball as well. A few other schools. Okay, so the first replacement, I think we could all unanimously agree upon. Notre Dame. UCF is in. Notre Dame. Well, Notre, Dame Notre Dame is the first one. Well, this is not going to be about order of power. Right. You're right, Notre Dame. Yeah, UCF's so, in, Notre Dame's in. Okay, those two. That's two. We need eight more. Now, let's begin to whittle it down. It gets serious now. BYU in? BYU's in? I think BYU's definitely in. But they're going to have to start playing on Saturday. Is it Sundays? Saturdays? What's the day they don't play? No, they play on Saturdays. Oh, I thought there was a day. Then they don't play on Sundays, whatever it is. Uh, Because in the NCAA tournament, they always have to make room for BYU not to play. We might have to have a talk about that. That, We can't be screwing up our schedules. Well, I completely agree with that, and I also don't think religion has any play in this. We're fine to play some football over here. You guys can well, watch that's the, the that's the that's the uh, that's in the email. Like, look, we're trying to play football. 
we might schedule you for a Sunday game. I think the quickest way to do this is go through the group of five conferences. I will begin. Is there anybody uh, that we're going to look at here early on at a Conference USA? Is there anybody that you feel strongly about? Uh, UAB, Florida Atlantic, Florida International, Louisiana Tech, Marshall, Middle Tennessee, North Carolina, Charlotte, North Texas, Old Dominion, Rice, Southern Miss, UTEP. Let's 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 move on to the um, the American Conference. Let's move on to whatever okay. the league that's got Memphis and UCF in it. Let's look at them. So we went we went away immediately. Ira did not like the time wasting nope. that I just had. Okay, the American <laughs> the American Athletic Conference. Here we go. You ready? We're gonna go rifle through the teams. Uh, now listen. I understand why you'd say that maybe you'd want Memphis, but I think historically I'm not so sure we want Memphis. I think we want Memphis. I do too. Okay. Well, hold on, guys. Here we go. You ready? Uh, Central Florida, we already said yes, you're in. Do we want – and let me go through the teams and then you yay or nay any of these guys. Do we want Cincinnati? I'm torn a little bit. I was thinking about that. Hey, hey, they're in the the discussion. Okay. We'll come back to them. ECU, East Carolina. No. No. Houston. Mm. They They're in the discussion. They're in the discussion, too. Corey, write them down on the sidebar. Uh, Memphis. Yes. And yes. I, I, I like them. I want them in. I, I want them in. I, they're spunky. I like their uniforms. Okay. They got a nice market. We can go get ribs at Rendezvous. Uh, a, 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 a rabid fan base. Yes. We've added, we've added Memphis. There we okay. go. Okay. South Florida. No. Mm. Oh boy, Jesus! Tampa's a huge market. Mm. Nope. Would it? Would it? Would it? Would the rising tide raise their boat? <laughs> would they, if they got in? If the, if USF got into our con, our super conferences, would it elevate them to our hey, level? Corey, you're wrong on this. You've got to put South. Florida I just in. don't think South Florida's done enough recently or overall to be included in this group. I just I don't think- see it. Now, they had a run there that showed you what they were capable of. They were knocking off Auburn. They were number two in the country. I mean, come on. Well, that was 13 years ago, man, I'm though. Saying, we, that's we, what's possible. That's what's it's possible. in there. It's, it's in there. It's, it's somewhere yeah. deep in there. I don't know, man. Oh, and it's not going to help Florida State they're if in you the get discussion. More, more Florida schools in here. They're in the discussion. Okay. Southern Miss, I mean, uh, Southern Methodist, SMU, no. Uh, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, or Wichita State? No. No. Okay, moving Wichita on. Wichita State. They don't even play football. Well, nope. they're in that conference. The Mid American, the MAC. Here we go. This no. Is- <laughs> nope. No. Move on. What are you gonna? What are you gonna be? Eastern Michigan in there? Toledo? No. Mm-mm. There's nobody in there that's coming. Don't even waste not, our time. Not Western Michigan. Okay. No. Um, all right. I, I like. I like your decisiveness. Mountain West. Okay. This, now. Be, this could be a big one. There we go. Mountain West. Let's get after it. Here comes the list of teams, yay or nay. Uh, Air Force. You know, what are we going to do with the service academies, Ira? They're not in. They're not in. They no, no. That, that's no, what, that's what we're company. doing. Okay, sorry. Well, they got more important things to do anyway than yeah. worry about big time that's football. Right. Okay, so now it gets really interesting. They got to go tell Mississippi that they're not in, too. Yeah, we're going to leave that to the service academies. If, yeah. they decide, if they decide to tell them that with weapons... That's, Tell you know, them that with weapons. Exactly right. <laughs> We've had to deploy our military to Mississippi on numerous occasions. So they should be <laughs> yeah. used to this. Here. So here right. we go. You ready? Here we go. Boise State's in. Yes. Okay, Boise's in. We've added to the list, boys. Colorado State is in. Jeff Cambridge uses executive privilege. Now, uh, 
No. Why would Colorado State be in but not Cal? Oh, come on. You like Colorado State. They've played a good brand of football in Fort Collins for some time. Let's go. No, they're not doing enough for me. We're going to have to come back to it. All right. Uh, UNLV, no. Uh, New Mexico, no. San Diego State? Mm. Marshall Falk, Mm. Marshall Falk. That's a toughie. They've had a nice little run lately. They're good at basketball, too. It's a big city, big market. Uh, Yeah, I would throw – I think I'd throw San Diego State in there. I'm going to have to put my foot down. I like the idea of San Diego State, but I don't believe you can put San Diego State in over South Florida. No. No. That's not how we roll. And you know I'm right about this court. They're in the discussion. (laughs) They're in the – yeah, they're in the discussion. Okay. Maybe have, we have play-in games. Uh, all right. Utah State, University of Wyoming, who no. I like a lot, um, no. and, and San Jose State. No. Yeah. So we put Boise in. That's it in Colorado State. You wouldn't let me put Colorado State in? I, I say, yeah. But, uh, but, yeah. Boise for sure. Okay. So w- here's who we've added. Notre Dame, UCF, BYU, Memphis, and Boise. That five? That's a good list. We need five more teams, we need, guys. We need five I more teams. USF, really... USF is in. Colorado State is in. Bam. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's in. Okay, okay. I, I hear you. San Diego State. San Diego State's in. Last one, guys. Last, last one. Last spot. Who we got? So the Sun Belt Conference. Houston. Houston. For. Houston. Appalachian State deserves a discussion. App State, who routinely State. beats Miami and others, right? I mean, no, they don't beat Miami, but they should have. All right, here we go. Coastal Carolina, no. Georgia Southern, no. Georgia State, no. Arkansas Little Rock, no. Louisiana Lafayette, no. Louisiana Monroe, no. South Alabama? No. No. Here's here's yeah. the problem with Appalachian State is none of our 64 schools are going to want to go to Appalachian State. That's true. They're not in. They're going to so have to double their stadium size. Yeah. USF is in, Colorado State is in, Cincinnati is in. Yes. Houston? Yeah. Houston is in. Uh, guys, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We need one more team. Ooh. Is there anybody we cut that we need to go back and revisit? Hmm. No, we're not adding back to that fat. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, the only the team I would nominate that stays alive that we cut, jeez, uh, that's a toughie. I don't uh, – you're right. These are all sorry-ass teams. Sorry, Corey. we got to bring B- back BC. Yeah, no chance. This whole thing <laughs> implodes if you bring back BC. They're the only reason we're doing this. I think I – think, so um, one, one of the Cal schools maybe? No. Cal? Maybe you could combine Mississippi to one school. Maybe, but I, I suggest we bring Purdue back. Mm, yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. That's better that than a, than a Mississippi school. They have a good right. fan base, too. I think they care about their sports out there. Purdue, they, you've been good. given a reprieve. Remove You're off the from Zoom the call. Email. Now the Zoom call, everybody, is going to feature BC, Wake, Rutgers, Washington State, Cal, Oregon State, Vandy, Missouri, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, did I mention Cal? Cal's in there too. Yeah. So we're, the only team, the only team, and Rutgers certainly is not in. BC Wake are gone. So Purdue saved by the skin of their teeth. Send the email, boys. Let's Man, there the are email. a lot of bad football programs. I think that's Woo. what this is proven. It's holy <laughs> moly. There, no, there's a ton of bad football programs. Teams that have well, never accomplished anything. 
you know what's going to be interesting is next week's uh, mailbag uh, of questions. Uh, the headliner questions for next next week's show is going to be outstanding. We just eliminated a lot of people's alma maters, you know, friends. <laughs> yeah. So this will be really, really good. It, it not only uh, eliminated, speech. but insulted most of them along the way. Oh, absolutely, as they deserve. So it is. We'll come back. Hour number two, headliner questions forthcoming. Seminal headlines will take a breather. More next. 